call them power rings. Stare harder into the hole, though, and the cop-donut relationship isn't just a marriage of convenience. It's deeper than that. In fact, we've officially stuffed the protecting and serving citizens of our country with sugary pastries since at least World War I, when the Salvation Army sent female volunteers to France to cook donuts and bring them to the front. The originator of this tradition, a young ensign named Helen Perviance, knelt before a potbelly stove to make the first batch in a frying pan. There was also a prayer in my heart that somehow this home touch would do more for those who ate the donuts than satisfy a physical hunger, she said later. For a while, U.S. soldiers were actually called doughboys, and though they may have originally gotten this nickname some other way, the millions of donuts certainly didn't hurt. By 1927, American veterans back in France for the American Legion National Convention were demanding enough breakfast donuts that the French had to send for bigger frying kettles. When the Red Cross jumped on the bandwagon during World War II, they churned out so many they started charging for them, a quickly overturned decision that has earned them decades of enmity from the armed forces. Though it was solidified in the war, this tradition of donuts as thanks goes back even further. In a November 1898 New York Times article about a Thanksgiving party for an NYC regiment, a volunteer cook described serving homemade donuts to the hungry soldiers. No store donuts for our troops, she says. After the wars ended, the returning soldiers took their taste for donuts back with them. And the relief organizations did the same with their taste for giving them away, quickly making them a staple of various disaster relief efforts, where they filled the stomachs of victims and rescuers alike, including policemen. Somewhere in the modern cop-donut partnership, there's a crumb of this original gesture of care. In a 2012 interview, theorist Lauren Berlant spoke of how contemporary working life puts pressure on small pleasures to sustain our survival. A donut is among the smallest of pleasures, but the sustenance it provides to a working police officer is literal, social, and emotional. Unlike their wartime counterparts, police officers don't have strict front lines. They go where the conflict is. But donut shops, identical and always open, provide areas of reliable respite. When zones do grow more defined, so does this parallel. The center of Boston locked down after the 2013 Boston Marathon bombings, but a few local dunks stayed open at police officers' requests. When we're in a stakeout with another unit, we bring a dozen donuts just to break the ice, New York City detective Tom F. Wiener Jr. told the Times. One group of Michigan officers, blue at the prospect of their local bakery closing, pooled their money and bought it. It's now a 24-hour community hotspot called, what else, Cops and Donuts. There you can get cinnamon twist night shifts and lemon-filled tasers. In early September, a customer at San Francisco's Happy Donuts caught two officers sitting at a table and joking about police shootings, proof that the sense of camaraderie in a donut shop can glaze over common sense. Even police who eschew donuts talk about the choice in terms of their responsibilities, both to themselves and others. Donuts are a headline, punchline, and ubiquitous articles about police fitness, often atop stories in which officers talk to each other about how they overeat when agitated by their jobs. If you can't bring the box of donuts, stories about how you wanted to eat the whole thing will suffice. To those who already distrust law enforcement, pointing out the donut connection is a way to smear frosting on the face of the powerful. Protesters have been known to dangle donuts on fishing rods in front of riot police. And there's a Reddit group dedicated to law enforcement abuse stories called Bad Cop, No Donut. The donut may be a one-sided shape, 
but it's a many-sided rhetorical weapon. No longer content to merely get their just desserts, police are using donuts to give back, too. To show that they understand that in the contemporary world, the protectors sometimes need to prove themselves. These days, cops brandish donuts to poke holes in their own mythos and bond with their communities, often simultaneously. They climb pink Dunkin' Donuts roofs for charity, send patrol horses through the drive-thru, or make sure they're the first people at the debut of a new shop. Sometimes the jokes have local flavor. After Oregon legalized marijuana, the Portland police released a chart comparing different weed amounts to the size of a popular regional donut. If you're carrying more than one donut's worth, you're over the limit. The website Police Daily collects photos of cops chowing down, often with big, self-aware smiles. One thinks of policing as a sort of disciplinary, paternal, stern, and potentially violent occupation. And donuts are fluffy.